Hello, hello, friends. It's a snowy mm, Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. Pretty sure. I wandered out into the snow. This wasn't very long ago, like maybe 20, 30 minutes. Maybe you can hear the snow squeaking under my boots. When I wandered out, the snow was thick and it got thicker and I was walking straight into that, not blizzardy, but strong wind that can shove snow in a certain direction. And it was headed in my direction. If I wanted to get out to the forest, I would have to just keep walking, head down, trying to cover my face with my gloved hands and keep my hood on. It would have been easy to turn around and go home, and I did consider it. And then I thought, oh well, big deal, come on. It might let up in a while, and if not, isn't there something kind of satisfying about just plowing your way through a difficult situation? Just doing it. So I plowed. I wasn't able to see, really, other than the sleety, it wasn't really sleet, it was snow, but it was thick and wet. It's not super cold out. Everything just looked gray. I was just looking down, watching my feet in the grayish-white snow, and just plowing. I plowed my way out here. After I got through the gate that separates our little housing area from the National Forest, I turned around to shut the gate, or actually to pretend to shut it, to not latch it so that that does not become a germ vector. The little latch on the gate. Turning around to close the gate, I suddenly wasn't in a gray world beset by cold stuff slushing into my face anymore. It was not a hard slog. The minute I turned around, I was in this like groovy land where with my back to the wind I could see all kinds of super fun stuff happening around me and and uh, what had been behind me the road and the gate the snow was falling in these kind of crazy patterns um, and it's so fun to see the layers one layer's far away, the next layer's closer, then closer, and they're all going in different directions. You know, when um, when I was walking into it, it really felt to me like the wind was just blowing all the snow in one direction, which happened to be right at my face. But with this luxury of turning around and seeing behind me, well, it became obvious that the snow was being moved in multiple directions, as well as that kind of general push toward me and my face and my house. And it made beautiful patterns. So that was interesting to just say, huh, what would happen if whatever I'm plowing into at full force, what if I just stopped for a minute and turned around and took a little look at where I've been? Shielded myself from the oncoming rush of stuff and just hung out and observed what was piling up behind.
I hope you're catching my very obvious metaphor here. I sure thought of it. I'm out here in a very favorite part of the forest where I never see other humans, not even their footprints. But what do you know? I have just found the remnants of somebody's little stove set up. Or no, it's not. That's a spark plug. What the heck? Okay. Just when you think you know a forest, there's like rusting weird stuff that people dump out here. Very nice. So the card for today, I wasn't going to draw a card today, wasn't going to do one of these today, but I was so excited by the simple obviousness of my little wind tunnel snow metaphor, I just wanted to share it. The card that came up for me in relation to that same feeling, that feeling of the snow driving into your face and where we might be now was the Eight of Swords from the Morgan Greer deck. And this goes very nicely with the Four of Cups that we drew yesterday or the other day. Ooh, now things are melting. The sun is out. I'm getting big droplets on my jacket. Probably on the phone, too. Thunk, thunk. Hello, sunshine. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. Anyway, Eight of Swords, what does this depict? Well, in the Morgan Greer, um, it's like a very sexy, curvy, white lady with black hair. And she's wearing red. And she is loosely bound. Yep, it's the bondage card. Read that as you will. Sexy red dress. Her eyes are not visible because they're wrapped up. Her hands are wrapped up. But if you look at it, she they're just kind of wrapped up in fabric. And if she wanted to take her hands out of that fabric, she could. This isn't like hardcore handcuff time here. This is like some silk stuff wrapped around and not particularly knotted. She could free her hands and her eyes. She could look around her, see where she really is. She could have more movement within her situation. And she could probably get out of her situation. I'm guessing she probably would like to get out of this situation because it's kind of ugly. It's a bunch of swords around her. Kind of in a cage shape. But particularly in this depiction in the Morgan Greer, there's like a wide open space. Maybe that's just so that we can see her curvy red body better. But maybe it's so she can walk right out. Bound and blindfolded. She, she doesn't know that she could just walk right out of there. This card typically uh, holds the figure on a cliff, kind of like the Fool in the Major Arcana part of the tarot. That's the first card of the whole deck. The Fool is the zero, and he's a youth wandering around, 
uh, carrying a sack with his goods in it. Not very many goods. Rather phallic, all of that. Uh, and a dog barking at his heels. When I drew my own tarot deck in the 90s, or sorry, when I started to, I didn't get far. Started with the fool, I made it a woman, and she had a fish barking at her heels, saying woof. But you get the idea. So I feel like this Eight of Swords always harkens back to the fool, because she's up here on a cliff. The fool is on a cliff, and that dog, or fish, barking at the fool's heels is giving the warning. Fool's an awesome card, an awesome kind of energy for going and doing new stuff. Out adventuring, tra-la. But somebody's barking at your heels because you're at the edge of a cliff and you might just walk right off it. The fool isn't blindfolded, but perhaps he is blinded by his youth and enthusiasm. He's usually, well, often depicted as looking up. He's not looking down at his feet. He's looking up and beyond at the next thing. So he could just, you know, trip and fall and be dead and all that, and that would kind of suck. So I feel like Eight of Swords calls us back to the Fool, because she's on a cliffside. If she gets out of her sordid situation wrong, hmm, sordid, I meant that like S-W-O-R-D, sordid, but it sounds like sordid, S-O-R-D-I-D. That'll work. If she wants out of there, uh, she's got to free her eyes, free her hands, understand where she is, and step out from this protective, caging circle of swords without stepping off the cliff. When the time is right and she's ready to do it, she can do it. It's not going to be a big problem. It's going to work. She may need to wait a little till she's ready, but I think mostly it's about gathering up her will, her willpower, and her willingness to see where she is, to look with clear eyes. As part of the swords cycle, it may be that at the eight of swords level, she has some difficult stuff to work out. She may need to really face up to some stuff about herself, about her relationship to power, particularly, and to clarity, clarity of thought, clarity of action. Is she using her powers wisely and well? Probably not while she's all bound up. And these might be questions that she kind of doesn't want to deal with, or maybe I'm projecting a little onto the Eight of Swords, huh? Here comes some wind, so I'll wrap this up. I think it's a nice day to step out from the Eight of Swords to see what's really around us, including turning our back, our collective back, our multiple backs, turning our backs to the most obvious driving forces that are kind of blinding us. My metaphor of the wind and snow, right? Taking a moment to as the Irish would say, taking a moment to put the wind at our backs. And that can free us up. So I think that fits in with our Four of Cups reading, which spoke very clearly to being careful where we're putting our attention. 
I'm going to go put my attention on the sun, which has been so kind as to come out. And I hope you have a marvelous day. If you would like a tarot reading, um, they are on big sale. I need some work, guys. <laughs> Just being honest. Um, and we're all kind of mostly trapped in our houses, so it's a very good time for readings. Um, there's a discount code uh, written on the uh, on the top of my tarot site. So go use it. Order yourself a reading. I'll get in touch. Uh, those of you who already have done this, some of you intentionally not using the discount, paying me full price. That is really kind. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Um, hope I get to read for you sometime. And whether you opt for that or not, I hope you enjoy these little meanders in the woods. This is T with Burning Tarot. Ciao.